welcome to the show. It is me. It is me, your girl, Labora Lee. And you have now turned in to Ambitiously, the podcast. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Today is Media Monday. Today is the day that we talk about all the things that's happening in the media right now. You know, it's going down. I'm going to talk about it. Um, Some interesting topics today. Um. Let me get a few things said before we go to this quick commercial. First and foremost, the phone line is open. The number is 443-850-4828, 443-850-4828. You can call in, you can text. If you text, I'll read it on the show. If you call in, you'll be live on the show. Or you could ask me to drop the link. But I'm only dropping the link if you are totally respectful. That's how we do that. I don't want to see no naughty time i don't care about your private parts i got private parts that i prefer and he's been on the show a couple of times so i like those private parts i don't want to see no extras um also please remember to like share and subscribe to this podcast if you would like to donate is dollar sign capital l capital l u r l u c i d i t y again that is dollar sign capital l u L-U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y. Lord Lucidity. That is the name of it. I'm going to play this quick commercial. 15 seconds. I promise I won't be long and I'll be right back. Want last minute brand design help? Get top tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. I'm back. All right, got my water. We ready. Um, so we're gonna get into first and foremost. We're gonna talk about this Deshaun Jackson. Just I'm mean, watching. I said Jackson <laughs> football. Man, I'm confusing everybody right now. But let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Um, so he just stepped his foot on the field for the first time in 700 days, and the Houston Texans fans made their displeasure known. They um letting out a boo, birds fly as um he made his Cleveland Browns debut. Um, the 27-year-old quarterback is returning from an 11-game suspension for violating the le- the league's personal um conduct policy. Um, after dozens of massage therapists made sexual misconduct allegations against him. Um, Watson faced a hostile crowd as he made his Browns debut on Sunday with his former team supporters heckling him as he lined up under um lined up under center. Um as we pre well, we talked about this before. Um uh Tony Busby who represented almost every woman who was accused Watson, um, who accused Watson of, you know, the misconduct, announced at least 10 of the, his clients would be in attendance for the game. Oh, that had to be tough. But um, Watson's family was also in attendance to support um, with everyone wearing a number four jersey in the stands. Um, Deshaun had a smile on his face prior to the Browns' first offensive drive, but the television broadcast showed many of the fans were not happy to see him. Um, they may, um, there may be a bit of rust, rust for Watson. He hasn't played since 2020. That's a long, a minute ago for a football player. Um, the Browns ended up going three and out in the first possession. Whew. Watson. Um, was asked earlier this week about the potential um, response and he received um he'd receive in his first game back and he claimed that his only focus is on his job as a leader of the team. Yeah, let me tell you something. I can't imagine being in his shoes, honey. Let me tell you. Um, it's already one thing that you are being accused of the misconduct situation (sighs) let me say this though fellas not every woman just because you play football and you know you got money or whatever it is you do 
that you could play football, you could make music, whatever it is. That does not mean that everybody wants you to come on to them. And and it, it just it doesn't mean that. Every woman is not thirsty. Every woman is not out here looking for a come up. Although it's a lot of them out here. It's a lot. It's a lot of them. But everybody doesn't want you trying to come on to them. That's not always our thing. You feel me? And I, I, unfortunately, um, a lot of people, a lot of people assume that that's what we're looking for. Not every woman wants your advances. I mean, that happens to me and I don't even, I'm not even in the business of dealing with people. Of This is regular dudes do that to me. And it's like, mm, I had to say that today on a live stream that I did earlier when I was having a conversation about, you know, believing in yourself and building and, you know, people trying to come on to me. I'm not single. I'm not looking for a man. I have a spouse. I'm good. But anyway, um, but, you know, it's unfortunate that a lot of men just think that we just want all of your advances. We don't. We do not. Um, but we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. I just had to get off, get that off my chest real quick, because it seems to me that, you know, a lot of fellas think that all the women just want you on them. I don't care if you play football, fool. That don't mean nothing to me. And then who wants to be your groupie or your jump off? Uh, you stop assuming that crap. All right. So let's get to this LeBron James and Jerry Jones situation. I'm trying to keep the line up in order to, you know, what we got going on. But I want to talk about this. So if you don't know, Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. And um, recently a picture came out of him when he was like 14 or 15 years old. I think we talked about it on the show before uh, where he was like 14 or 15 years old and he was protesting gentlemen of color um, integrating his school. Um, they did not, they wanted to keep their school segregated. So he was part of that situation where he was protesting. And um, I mean, although he was only 14 or 15 years old, we don't know what his stance is right now. But um, after that, which is weird, and I got a comment that I got to read from um, IG because somebody, I asked the question and I asked people to drop comments and let me know what they feel about it. And I got a message from um, one person, so I'm going to read that as well. But let's get to the story. So LeBron James um, questioned this week why he wasn't asked about the 65-year-old photo Um 65-year-old photo, um, well, a 65-year-old photo of the Cowboys team owner, Jerry Jones. At 14 years old, Jones attended a 1957 desegregation demonstration at his high school in Arkansas. Um, Jones, in response on Friday, praised James at length. And this is what he said. First of all, you have to hear me say how much I think of LeBron, um, Jones said during uh, his regular scheduled radio appearance on 105.3 The Fan. I don't know of anybody that I respect more. I don't know of anybody that has taken every opportunity he's had to maximize it um, and maximize it. Not only has he um, has LeBron um, has he been a great ambassador for sports. Um, he's taken, um, he has taken sports. He has taken his venues and used those platforms. Jones recalled how much it has meant to him when James supported the Cowboys. The team owner um, once offered the NBA player a contract to play tight end for Dallas. Uh, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Um I want to be sure that you know where I'm coming from, Jones said. It made um, bottoms pop off. Oh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. It made buttons pop off my vest, so to speak, when he um, when he would talk about how much of a cowboy fan he was. He would have made a great tight end, and that doesn't change. There's nothing about any of the that that changes and i did hear what he had to say certainly he has influence and just because of all of the above 
his accomplishments, how he utilizes the sports um, sport and how he utilizes his platform, how we have done it. Um, he has enhanced basketball and he made a lot of people a lot of money. I hope I have too. So he never spoke, but see, this is the thing for me, right? Hold on, let me make sure I got all of that off my chest. Here's the thing for me. And I'm going to tell you, you know, that answer was very diplomatic of Jerry Jones. Very, very diplomatic. Um, his PR people were on their jobs. I'll say that. They definitely were on their jobs. Um, here's the pro- He still hasn't addressed that and, you know, has his, his feelings since that time, which I'm quite sure they have to had change, being as though... Um, he was, you know, a 14-year-old, 14, 15-year-old boy. Hold on, let me get my little pad together. I'm still suffering from pains from the car accident, but whatever. Um, so I'm quite, I'm more than certain that um, his views have possibly changed. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking at that age, and I don't know what he thinks now as a, um, a older gentleman. Um, he did give all the praises to LeBron. I do like that he didn't try to turn around and be like, LeBron, who the, you know, are you to speak on something that happened to me, um, something that happened back in the day? You know what I mean? Like, I like that he didn't deflect in that way. He deflected in a more polite manner. But, um, yeah, I would like to hear more about that situation. Like, have your views changed since then? Do you still feel the same way that you did back then one would assume that he doesn't but we don't know we don't know what's in his mind so yeah we don't know we just don't know i gotta do a quick commercial break i'll be right back it is me it is me your girl labora lee and today is a new day today is the day that you begin your podcasting journey today is the day that you will begin to be heard how do you ask sign up for red circle I'm telling you, I've been at this podcasting game for two years now and joining Red Circle was one of the best decisions that I ever made. Sign up today for free. How? Just hit the link. You're thanking me later. (laughs) I'm back. I'm back. So let's get into this really quick. Um, Because I don't know. Um, I don't know how I feel right now. I'm on the fence with this one. Right. I'm going to tell you why in a second. But academics and Charlemagne the God um, say that rappers should shut the fuck up on social and drop more bars in real life. Okay, so let me get into it. Mm. So in 20, um, 2022 has been a year for rappers beefing on social media. From Nicki Minaj to Lotto's Grammy snub feud. Um... Megan Thee Stallion taking taking on Drake and the baby and Tory Lanez, which is a totally different situation, but we'll get to it. Well, I'll break down how I feel about all of those situations in a second. Um, But two huge voices in hip-hop say that there's a better path. Um, DJ Academics and Charlemagne the God are not impressed with the lack of response records from the artists. Um, They're not biting their tongues about it. Mm, honey. Academics was on a um in a recent um a recent guest on Vlad TV where he was um sympathetic to Meg and the upcoming trial against Tory Lanez, but still scolded her for not reacting to personal attack raps. Um especially since she's considered critically acclaimed a, a critically acclaimed artist of today. Um, Drake questioned the um, validity of Megan's claim against Tory on his um, her lost album, the one that he has with Twenty One Savage, which people totally tripping me out. But we get to that later. And the baby um, exposing his uh, his alleged tryst with her and his latest project as well. Um, Megan been quick on the Twitter draw all year to defend her name, but Academic thinks that she should return the fire with the mic, on the mic. Um, Charlemagne the God feels similar and called out Nikki, Lotto, and the City Girls JT this week on The Breakfast Club, asking why they didn't at least drop a disc record to set the record straight when um, their names 
were trending. Um, so, okay, and Nas and 21 Savage recently went the musical route to settle their misunderstanding following a clubhouse chat gone, gone astray. Um, which feels um, feels like a logical route. Rappers are supposed to rap after all. Now, they are. And I will say this. Back in the day, somebody dissed you on wax. You dissed them back on wax. That's how it went. I think that a lot of these rappers do too much. I've seen some stuff here from here. Local rappers here in Baltimore. And I'm like wondering, like, they like, going back and forth with tweets and all of that stuff. And I guess that's the newer generation and how they handle things. Do I, would I prefer to hear, I don't know if I want to hear some of these people um, do a diss track in response. You know why? Because I don't really think that a lot of these rappers got it in them. I don't think that their response tracks are going to be like, oh, I need to hear that. Like, for example, I'm going to give you a prime example. When Nikki and Remy was going at it, yeah. Oh, and I didn't get to um the LeBron. I'm gonna read his comment in a second, but I'm because I want to go back to that. Um, when Nikki and Remy was going at it, when Remy came out with Sheether, I was like, hell yeah, that's that. She killed her. You feel me? I, it, it it takes a certain caliber of a rapper for me to want to hear their response. Did I care about the sweetie and takeoff thing? No. Um, did I, do I want to hear Lotto and Nikki go back and forth? No, I don't even want to hear neither one of them, period. But do I want to hear them go back and forth? Absolutely not. Do I feel like Meg should address the baby or she should address Drake? <laughs> no, I don't. It's a thing that back in the day, um, one thing that Jay-Z has been very, very beautiful at doing, except for with Nas. He couldn't do it with Nas, but I think he learned from the Nas situation, which is you don't give him no shine and you don't give him no light. You feel me? Like, what am I talking about you for? I don't have time. Now, the Meg and the Tory situation, that's a different scenario. It's a whole scenario where she's a legend that he in the foot. You feel me? So that's a different scenario. But the Drake... Why am I addressing? Why do I care what Drake has? Ain't in this. And, and all right, so they both from Canada. So why am I addressing whether or not I smashed the baby? If I did, I did. I've always been that type of person. Period. If I whatever I do is whatever I do. You feel me? And I ain't gonna lie about what it is that I do. And this is why I am who I am. You feel me? If I'm smashing somebody. I'm smashing it. If I smash somebody, then I smash them. So what? That's my business. It's my vagina. I do with it what I want to do with it. But um, do I need to address the baby? Do I need to address Drake if I'm Meg? Absolutely fucking not. I don't need to address neither one of them fuckers. Absolutely. And the fact that they speaking on it give me kind of clown vibes. So why am I addressing them? It's an old saying. If you argue with a fool, that makes you uh, what? I'm not doing that, y'all. So I don't know if I want to um do that. I got to go back to this comment about the LeBron situation and Jerry Jones situation because I did totally forget to, to drop that comment. And the comment was this because I asked the question, which was, what are your feelings on this LeBron versus Jerry Jones situation? Which is not really a situation, right? It's not. You heard what Jerry had to say. Um, LeBron made a valid point. Why we talk? Why we keep talking about Kyrie, but we don't talk about Jerry Jones? Well, LeBron, they talking about Kyrie because y'all b- both playing the league. Well, y'all once both played in the league. Now it's only one of y'all in the league, and you know y'all was peoples and all that good stuff. Um, so that's why that question posed, and you don't play football. That's one, and those reporters in there are asking you basketball related questions, but um. The person said, I'm not saying this. I'm just reading the comment, okay? Because I told him I would read it on the show. So the person says, LeBron is a sellout. Oh, my. Um, he just He's just trying to get out of the hot seat for Kyrie Irving. Oh. I don't know if this is a situation that gets him out of the hot seat, though. It doesn't. I don't think it does. 
because people still feel how they feel about him saying what he said about Kyrie. <laughs> it doesn't change anything. Dude, you putting your mouth in something that didn't concern you. And really, people, what did Kyrie do? Really? I just posted something. Well, I don't play for the league. I'm my own boss. But I posted, I'm not going to say I posted something similar. I gave an explanation to people who don't understand um, the whole situation with black Jews. You feel me? But I don't think Kyrie really did anything. Um, but it's different because I don't think they like the Israelites. You know, the people that be in, if you live in the city, they be downtown and, you know, going off. They I don't think they like them. And that's why it was an issue. Um, but I definitely gave, um, uh, posted something that gave an explanation to those who don't understand that there are black Jews in this country. And it's very enlightening. You should check it out. Um, so let's keep it moving. I happen to be one of them. I'm not orthodox, but I happen to be one of them. Let's keep going, though. Um, woo. Let's see what else we got going on. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's but I don't think Kyrie really did anything. He just posted something and everybody's like, oh gosh, Kyrie posted it. Listen, he posted something that he watched. And again, if Bezos is not getting in trouble and it's on his platform where he sells shit, why is Kyrie getting in trouble for posting it? That's just my point. And why should he be ashamed of who he feel he is? I don't feel like you should be ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed of being a black Jew. But anyway, um, Big Daddy Kane says that... Um, Mario Van Peebles will soon join the cast of the New Jack City play um, that they're touring now. Um, I think they hit Baltimore already. I'm not sure, but um, oh, I kind of wanted to see it. I'm going to watch some of the clips and see how it go. You know, like see how I feel about some of the um, trailers. I just wanted to throw that in there real quick. <laughs> just to lighten the load because it's such so serious over here. Um, I want to get back to this situation because it's all over the place. Now, at first, Good Morning America was not trying to, um, you know, give disciplinary action to TJ Holmes and Amy Robot, Robot, or Robot, Robot, however you say her name, right? But now all of a sudden, I guess because of all of the controversy that's going around that situation, now they are suspending them they so wishy-washy but um let me get into it hold on i gotta get to where i need to get to real quick some stuff is on my phone so i'm on my computer give me a second um they so wishy-washy though they don't know what they want to do not suspend them suspend them they don't know um but let's get into it and um Howard Stern has an issue with it let's talk about that he doesn't know why this is such a big big issue but here's how i feel howard and i'm gonna be honest with you let me yeah let me pull up howard stern's situation first before i get into it i'm gonna tell you why it's an issue if wendy williams who is um a on-screen personality um her situation is is put out there and everybody knows her business and they know that her husband cheated on her and had a baby on her why doesn't tj and and amy why can't we shed light on that too I mean, just a question. Just a question. Um, especially when he was married <clears throat> and she was married too. Well, she, they're both married and now they're going through this whole situation. So he says, I'm not saying the problem. Well, the problem, it's not a problem. It's not a problem for me. I don't really give a shit. But the point is this. If we can report on Wendy Williams and her situation, which I feel like kind of drove her over the top, um, if we can report on her situation, why can't we report on this situation? I absolutely feel like it's fair game. Everybody, we want to talk about hers. Why we can't talk about theirs? Um, but Howard Stern sounded off on the media's obsession with the love affair between Good Morning America co-host Amy Brobeck and TJ Holmes on his series XM um, radio show this morning. Stern pointed to a report from the Daily Mail that Good Morning America co-anchors Robin Roberts is very upset about it, um, the relationship between the married co-host um, of the third hour of the ABC's morning show. I don't know. I kind of feel, this is Howard, 
um, I don't know. I kind of feel again, maybe I'm not saying the problem here, but if those two work together and they want to, and they want to bang, cause I can say it, I'm reading, but I can say it. they want to bang and be in love. What do we give a shit? Um, why is that this, why is this so offensive to people? Stern said to his co-host Robin, well, why are they talking about it? Which somebody else, um, Robin says. Um, so here's the thing. They're talking about it because it's news. That's why we're talking about it. Um, also, everybody, well, I know I was, I was interested myself to see how um, the network was, go- ABC was going to handle this situation. Because, you know, most companies, especially corporations, and ABC is a, co- a corporation, have a policy about, intermingling with each other as co-workers, you know, because something can go awry from that, you know, even though they're in love and, you know, they decided that they were both going to leave their spouses and my guests be together. Um, things can go on awry from them type of situations, which is um, somebody can be accused of some things that they, you know, we don't want to be accused of. And then it's a whole lawsuit and craziness. Now in this situation, it's not. But in a lot of situations, it can be. And they've had those problems before. Um, but they did decide to temporarily remove TJ Holmes and Amy Robeck from the show following the relationship controversy, despite claiming no disciplinary action would come. I think they just want to let it die down a little bit um, because it's so much. Um, and how is not wrong? It's so much media attention on the situation. And I think they just want to let it, you know, chill for a second. Um, they'll be back, but I think they just want it to die down. And then Robin put her two, I mean, um, and then their co-host and put her two cents in it. And it's a lot. It's a lot. So I think they just want it to die down just a little bit, just a little bit before they let them come back to work. I don't think that they're going to be um, fired or anything. I just think they want all of the hoopla and rah-rah around surrounding the situation to go go away. Now, but guess what? It's not going to go away for a while because you got two other two other spouses on the other end that have to deal. And it's going to be his wife is going to deal with him the way she felt like she needed to deal with him. She's probably going to get some dough. And her husband is going to deal with her the way he got to deal with her. I don't know what that situation is going to look like because I think he he's one of those people with, you know, extra money. Um, but we gotta see, we gotta see, we gotta see. So let's get to this, um, Aaron Carter situation really quick, because now that he's passed, um, now that he's passed, his family wants the money that is supposed to be going to his son. Um, they wanted to go to his son. There's no dispute over Doe. The family, um, okay. So Aaron's family members are all in the, on the same page when it comes to the late singer's fortune, which is good. We don't need that. Um, His mom at least believes that this will avoid any fighting over Aaron's asset. So what she's saying is, um, dang, it's messed up that he passed though because he was pretty young. Um, Jane Carter tells, tells TMZ, this is where I'm getting this report from, the family wishes, um, the wish is to have everything from his assets, which probate docs value at $550,000, which is not as much as you think, um, in real estate and personal property to go to his one-year-old son, Prince, because they want to make sure that the child is taken care of as he grows up. And I'm quite sure they'll continue to be there for him as well. I think that's an honorable thing. It's a sad thing that, um, you know, that he passed early you know, that early, but, you know, things happen. People have issues and, you know, sometimes they don't get help soon enough. So may he rest in peace. And um, I hope that they continue to take care of that baby boy because now he doesn't have a dad. All he has is his family on his dad's side and his mom. So, um, yeah, um, it's honorable that they, all right, this is where that money got to go because he's going to need it. And, it's things that he's going to have to deal with as he grows up. Um, so, let's get to Kanye West. 
I have to. <laughs> it's like at this point, I can't even do a show without mentioning Kanye because Kanye is always in the headlines, which I think that he does it on purpose. Sometimes, sometimes I just think things happen to play out that way. But um, yeah. So hopefully, I say his um his name. Uh, properly, but Kanye has reportedly given Milo. E- okay, it's an airplane flying over my my head. Um, Milo Yiannopoulos, um, his from his campaign team. Let's get this. So, as we all know, uh, Kanye is running for, and he's trying to run for president. Um, <laughs> I asked y'all last week how y'all felt about that. Would you vote for Kanye? I'm stuck. Question is still up in the air. I want to know. Would you vote for Kanye? Um, <clears throat> and I'll give my 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 answer. Um, Kanye has reportedly shared at least one alt right figure from his inner circle. Um, but it's not necessarily the guy you might want to see go first from the outside looking in. Um, per Daily Beast, and I had another story I was going to give you from them because it's some some stuff going on. But Journal William Sumner, um, some Sumer Sumer, um, he says that Milo has been fired from Ye's campaign team. Um, this following his crash and burn interview with Alex Jones earlier this week, not to mention a bunch of others that have gone up in flames. Um, and made Kanye look bad. <laughs> I got something to say about this. I'm fucking give me one second. Um, so, um, you know, he's been on a couple of a couple of shows, but um, Sumer says that Milo was booted after a series of dis- disastrous media appearances that saw the candidate praising. Hitler, which I kind of okay. Um, he adds that in an email, Milo wrote um, that there was a mutual conclusion reached that he ought to step away, and it sounds like he has. So the question is, what about Nick um, Fuentes, 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 Nick Fuentes? Mm. A self-proclaimed white nationalist who's had Ye's ear for several weeks or so. Some um, Sumer reports he his status in the Ye camp isn't quite as clear, but suspect um, suspects that the dude's probably safe for now. Um, um, oh, and I've seen. Hold on, let me finish. But Fuentes was alongside Kanye during the Infowars interview. Um, whereas Milo wasn't, which seems to just suggest that this this change happened over the past few days. Then again, um, there's a video of um, Nick Fuentes at the In-N-Out just two days ago without Kanye in sight. So who knows what's going on? Um, as Milo... As for Milo, well, it's probably for the best, despite his efforts to get Kanye on a different um, conservative-leaning podcast of um, of late. A lot of them crumble, and like when when he walked away offset on Tim Pool's podcast earlier this week after some pushback about his anti-Semitism. Um, I don't know. No, he had no words from Ye yet against Milo as opposed to, you know, himself. But in any case, it sounds like Kanye wants to pursue presidency without him. Um, And yes, that does, in fact, seem to be a thing again. Yay, 24. Okay, so one one down and a couple more to go. Now, the um, Nick Fuentes, I did see some, some, some footage from him um and yeah he's not he's he said he's a white nationalist like he does not care what anybody thinks um affirmative action he has a problem with that which a lot of 
people of non-color do. And that's fine. You can believe what you want to believe. Um, he said some outlandish things. Um, I really think in this case, and I hate to say that. I hate to say this because I don't, you know, Kanye is a free thinker. But at the same time, I also think that people hold him on puppet strings at the same time. Like, they put it in his head and they know they they know the things that he's going through and the things that he, you know, they know he can be quite outlandish. They know that he already once upon a time aligned himself with Trump. And so they feel like they can manipulate him a little bit. And although he is probably thinking for himself, he is also being manipulated. It's not hard. You feel me? Like, um, they tell him what he want to hear. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then guess what? Kanye's spitting out that he love Hitler. You know what I'm saying? This is, it's a bit much, man. It's a bit much. Where we at on time? We got a little bit of time. We got a little bit of time. Um, who's next on the situation? I wanted you to hear this. Not necessarily. Well, I'll leave that for last, and then we'll get into some quick topics really quick. Let me see where we at. Um, I want to talk about this Kiki Palmer situation. First of all, I'll say this. Who? Let me, let me, let me pull it out first. Hold the fuck. Now, I saw her in this dress, and I, by far, um, I can't remember what award ceremony it was exactly. It was, was it a Met situation? I don't know what it was. But when I say, when I say, when I say, when I say, the dress, it was a, a nice dress, and it was full and flawless. And then she had some matching boots to go with it. I don't think it was a Met Gala because they're always things situations but she was like she was giving looks but at the same time i could kind of tell that she was you know pregnant but i didn't want to assume things right so of course she does um snl um this following weekend this weekend i just passed and um she announced her pregnancy first i'm gonna say she looked real real cute pregnant it it girl look good on you girl um so she revealed her, um, she sold the show by revealing her pregnancy right away. Um, by, um, she revealed her tummy and she talked about it. So it was cute and I loved it. It was, it was, it was, it was beautiful. She looks gorgeous, um, as a pregnant mommy. Congratulations to her. She is totally grown. So I don't have any objections to her becoming a mother. I love it. You know, she waited till she was a grown woman. She wait, um, she'd been taking care of herself for a long time. So why not? Um, why not? But beyond that, some of the sketches were amazing. They did one, um, about big boys and, you know, cuffing season for big boys. That was kind of funny. They did one about Drake name dropping in his songs. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they talked about a Kenan and Cal reboot. Mm-hmm. It was, it was pretty entertaining. I, you know, I like to go back, back and watch the clips, and it was pretty freaking entertaining. Um, choir practice. They did a couple of different skits. Herschel Walker, cold, um, cold open. Um, Hawaiian flight. They, they did a few. What else? Um, Hello Kitty. It was a lot. Uh, it was a lot of good ones in the Arby's. Like I said, the Drake one. I want to see if I can pull this Drake one up real quick, though. Because that one, I can't because I don't want to get copywritten and all that good stuff. And then they did like an ultrasound situation. And, and SZA was on there as well. So um, she helped with the big boy song. So it was kind of fun. It was really funny. I enjoyed, you know, watching the clips. And I'm probably going to go back and watch them some more again. Um, but... Yeah, she did a good job, and congratulations to her and her boo on a bundle of joy that they're expecting. I think it's it's fabulous, baby. It's fabulous. All right, we good on time? Oh, I'm doing good. I, I didn't know if I was going to have enough time to get all of these stories. All right, this one, I can't because I don't want to get copywritten for that one either, but I'll talk about it. Okay, let's get into it. So... Um, 
Jay-Z's verse on Meek Mill's What's Free gets um, the airy Melbourne treatment. Now, if you don't know who... Oh, we got comments. Let me read those really quick. If you don't know... Oh, not what I keep telling y'all about coming up here with y'all nonsense. Who cares about dating online? I just, oh, I'll talk about that in a minute. Don't nobody care about dating online? Nobody. And you're not going to promote it here. You're blocked. Anyway, but um, if you don't know who Ari Melburn is, he is, um, mm, don't come over here with that nonsense. I keep telling y'all. Um, he is a national hip-hop treasure at this point. Not only does he work for MSNBC as an anchor, um, he continues to shine um, shine the spotlight on legendary artists who also stand up for important issues so often overlooked by other media outlets. I love him for that, y'all. I do. Um, case in point, Thanksgiving holiday, um, he dredged up a dark history about... Um, um, a dark history. Melbourne. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm trying not to go too fast, but it's going too fast on me. And this stuff is happening over here. I don't need it. I need it. I don't need it. Come back. Okay. So, oh my gosh, this is annoying. I hate when I got stuff on Word. And okay. So, as of Thanksgiving holiday, he dredged up a dark history. Melbourne took it upon himself, himself, um, himself to dissect Jay-Z's verse of Meek Mill's What's Free single. The song, which arrived on Rock Nation's Artist um, Championship album in 2018, celebrated, um, celebrated its fourth year anniversary on November the 30th. Um, during Melbourne's, um, Melbourne's report, he interpreted the verse within its poetic historical context from Jay-Z um, juxtapos- um, his, Jay-Z's juxtaposition of the national anthem and the Thanksgiving with America's slavery, um, the three-fifths um, compromise and genocide of implications of racism and housing policies across the general um, general general um, generalization I can't even get against uh, against you know the black black people. Um, speaking on, um, so okay, Marvel further expounded on the topic and explained what was so intriguing about Jay Z's verse in the first place. And I quote: "I'm just quoting him." Um, in politics, the history wars have been heating up lately. What to teach in textbooks? Mm-hmm. Um, which status should come down and stay up? Is Thanksgiving a, a historically accurate ritual? What are the national anthem really? What the na- national anthem really says or claims, or how much? Um, you know, differentiation. Um, what's old to us as a people of this country. Um, Hip-hop has offered an alternative and often often deeper history for a long time. And Jay-Z's What's Free um, History lesson, one of his political, most political verses is relevant to right now. This is what Melbourne says, has to say. I ain't finished. Um, he was calling out the national anthem and Thanksgiving. Uh, hold on, what? Okay, so he was calling out the national anthem and Thanksgiving before many, in such an um, uh, such a deep way. Um, I know how many people observe song anniversaries, but this week, um, this week is the anniversary, so it felt like a good time to dig back into it. He goes deep. Um, I can drop the link for you guys so you can go check it out yourself. But he does break down the verse. Um, in August, around the same time, DJ Khaled released God Did the God Did album, the tra- um, the title track, which features contributions from, um, you know, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Friday... I'm um, John Legend, Captivated Melbourne. So, um, 
so much that he did an 11 minute distinction on the beat. Ah. Jay-Z evidently appreciated it so much that he uploaded it to his title account as an official track. Um, revis- you can revisit it below. So let me say this. <sighs> as a person that is from Maryland, that is from Baltimore, I see Fort McHenry whenever I'm downtown. Uh, um, you know, I know about the Star Spangled Banner. I know what was going on. I do know it's a lot. That's why I am going to get into hood history. I'm putting it together, but I just... I've been telling y'all I wanted to put it together. I want to put it together and I am working on putting it together, but I want to make sure I do it correctly. And there are certain elements and certain people that I want to talk to who have a lot of knowledge about a lot of the history here in Baltimore. Um, And we'll dig into it a little bit deeper. Um, Those were weird times. And I will tell you that I do know for a fact that here in Baltimore, at the time that that was going down, even then we had black folks fighting on behalf of this country. Um, I will tell you that Baltimore in itself as a city, it was a weird little city. And I'm going to tell you why it was a weird little city, because you had slavery, you had the slave markets where the, where the slave auctions ha- were held. I'm going to tell you in hood history, specific areas of where that happened and what was going down. And then you had areas where people of color were free because this was one of those border states where some people could be free and some people couldn't be free. Depend on how it looked. But it's a weird city. It's a weird fucking city. Um, am I going to give... Well, I think, you know, I'm going to give him a little bit of props for understanding and, and, and knowing, you know, how important that is for us to know. Okay, so I'm going to keep it moving. But um, I already know. This is why I want to do hood history because I want y'all to know. I feel like you got to know where you come going, um, where you came from, to know where you're going, baby. And so that's very important to me. Um, I'm I, I'm totally against um dating sites on the internet, so please don't share that on my my show anymore. Um, I know you're going to, and I'm going to block you every time, but I just I don't believe in finding love on the internet. I don't. I, I'm I'm old school with it. I want to get to know you. I don't want to talk to you on the internet. Um, I have my reasons, but whatever. Okay. So I want to get to the love real quick because we are at that point in the show where I have to. Top countries. I don't know. Belgium is... Oh, Belgium. I got to add you. So it's not top five anymore. It's like top six. Let's get to it. Because <laughs> Belgium has showed up and showed out. I love you, Belgium. Thank you. I appreciate you for coming through. Hold on. Let me put this on the screen really quick. Because we got to talk about it. And it's a new country. So I got to show some love to them as well. But Belgium showing up and showing out. So always, as usual, show love to the top countries in my life. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Hold on. Let me get this in order. Got to show love to the top countries in my life. Because they show love to me. And it's not that I love any of you any less. Because I do not. I love you all equally. I do. Absolutely do. But in certain countries that show me more love than other countries. Case in point, the United States, and I love you. <clears throat> Let me get some water. I love you. Absolutely fucking do. This is my country, so I love you. I love you so much. Um, the United Kingdom, I love you. Y'all are my peoples too. Genetically, you are my peoples. I love you. Along, along with Ireland and um, Wales and it's a long list. I'm going to go through it one of these. I think that'll be a fun episode. I might do that this Wednesday and talk about it. That might lead us into hood history. I don't know. I might do it. Um, So we got the United States. We got the United Kingdom. We got France because they've been day ones. They've been here. They've been listening. Big love to France. I always will love France with all my heart. And plus, I just love the history of France. I just love it, France. Um, India. I had some love on a um live a live stream that I did earlier. It wasn't like this, but you know, I went live on um IG and somebody jumped on there from India. Shout out to them. Um, but big love to India. I see y'all. I see y'all. Um, in Germany, I see you too. I see you too. But not only them. Not only them. 
Belgium. I see how you coming through, boo. Oh my gosh, Belgium has showed up and showed out specifically. If we want to go there, Brussels. Hi, darlings. I appreciate you for tuning into this podcast. I really, really do. Who knew? What up, Belgium? Hey, boos. I mean, showed up. So now it's not top five. Now it's like top six because yeah, y'all showed up and showed out. Oh my gosh. I'm so oh, thank you. I appreciate you. But let me go through everybody else. Um, Canada. I see you too. Y'all hang y'all in the building. Um, Canada. Hold on, let me make sure I'm not missing anybody. Canada. Well, this is long and it's a lot of repeats on this. So that's why I'm skipping through pages. A lot of repeats on here. Brazil, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mexico, I need us to get it together with this um this case though. I don't want to talk about it until we get the details, the real deets. Um, Israel, Japan, Singapore, Ireland, Nepal, Mauritius. Hold on, we're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Spain, Al, Brazil, Al, Philippines, Al, um, Australia, Hong Kong. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Now, the rest of these, I got to kind of look at the computer because... I've updated these platforms since then. So let's get let's get it. Let's talk about who's in the building. Who just showed up out of nowhere. And thank you for showing up. I appreciate you so much. So let's get to it. Mm, let me make sure I ain't miss nobody on this side of the list. Okay, Russia. Big love to you. I see you too. I see. I, I'm not mad at you. Big love to Russia. Um, Austra- no, I said Australia then. I already said them. Yeah, well, Australia, I love you. Switzerland, (laughs) I love you. I see you, and I appreciate you coming through. But Turkey, I love you. Thank you for coming through. Austria, not Australia, Austria, the place where Marie Antoinette was born before she went to France. She was princess in Austria. Austria. Um, I know I'm not saying all that. Y'all be playing with me. Kenya, big love to Kenya. But listen. This is here's a T. Pakistan. What's up, Pakistan? Thank you for showing up. I appreciate you for being here. I never would have imagined, but welcome, Pakistan. I see you. I'm not done. I'm not done. This list, we got more people. Um, so I've already said, let me make sure I'm not missing anybody on this list either. We already said Russia, we already said Austria, China. Hello, China. I am surprised and shocked, but hello, China. I appreciate you for being here. Poland, I am, whoa. Hello, Poland, Poland. welcome. Thank you for coming through and listening to the show. And last but not least, baby, Tunisia. Oh, no, this not last but not least. This I got another list to go through. Tunisia, thank you for showing up. I appreciate you for being here. I'm, I'm trying to tell y'all. I was like, what? Um, we got one more. So we said Belgium already saying United States. We said Canada, France, Germany. Nigeria. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Specifically Lagos. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. I'm trying to turn. I appreciate you guys so much. It made me happy to see all of those country, new countries on the list. It just made a girl happy. I was excited. It was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing. I'm trying to tell you. Oh my gosh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, so welcome everybody. Tune back in later because I got some things, some more things to talk about. Like, I'm gonna do my hood history, y'all just don't know. I'm gonna launch that one probably. I'm gonna launch that on YouTube. I'm not gonna put it everywhere. I might show a clip here too on Facebook or whatever. Um, but I'm not gonna, you know, it's, it's gonna be different how I do that one. But I am gonna do hood history, and hood history is going to be where I explain to you guys a little bit of history that you may or may not know, but in the way that I explain it, because I'm a hood chick, you know? <laughs> that's how I'm going to do it. Um, mm-hmm, that's how I'm going to do it. Um, big shout out to anybody who is watching this show via Twitch or YouTube or Facebook. Thank you. I appreciate you for watching. Just don't come up here trying to promote weird shit. I'm not into that and I'm not ever going to be cool with that and anytime I see it, it's blocked. Just know that. Okay? It's a few things I got to say. What time? We good on time. A few things I have to say. 
If you would like to come on the show, hit us up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. It's scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Um always can call in. The number is 443-850-4828-443-850-4828. You can call in, you can text, um, you can ask me, you could drop a comment while I'm live on air. You can ask me to drop a link and I will. As long as you are on your best behavior, I absolutely freaking will. If I play music, which I do on Fire Fridays, I have permission. Some on screen, a lot of written, but I have permission. It's sent to me and so therefore I play it. Um, Remember to like, share, and subscribe again to this podcast. Every like, every share, and every subscription is appreciated and loved and Man, you helping us grow. Check out the website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Again, the website is www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Now, I want to say something about that, and I'm going to play this really quick um, little clip. Um, because not only is it just a website that promotes our podcast on there and the things that we have going on, we also have a boutique, and the boutique sells ladies and kids fashion. It sells a little jewelry, a little bit. A little, I'm not gonna say a little bit. A lot of beauty items, especially. Um, we have a CBD toothpaste that I'm going to be promoting in the near future. I'm working on a commercial for that right now, but we have a CBD um toothpaste that we are promoting. We sell that as well, so you might want to try that out. Um, but let me play this really quick. Now, those listening, you can't see the commercial, but I'm going to tell you it's a commercial for Ambitiously the Boutique. I'm very proud of the work that we've been putting in over there. Um, right now, we have about 75 items in inventory, um, a lot of great fashions for women, a lot of great fashions for children. Like I said, a lot of nice beauty products. Um, if you are shopping for Christmas right now, that's a great place to go, especially if you got some special ladies in your life. We sell, um, and, and for children, you look for clothes for children. These fashions that we are selling are not cheap fashion. Well, they're not inexpensive, but they're not poor quality, nor are they poor taste. Um, I wanted items that, you know, could be respected in my store, in my boutique. So that's what I put in there. Um, so go check it out. www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com slash ambitiously the boutique. Um, yeah, it's a lot of great items in there. And I will be from now on whenever I play the commercial because I know that... Um, I don't have any words on the commercial just yet. I will be talking about it while the commercial is playing for my listening audience. Um, and also for my viewing audience. But go check out the website. We'll be out on time. We good. Um, hold on. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything. Eh. Oh, I did. You can always donate to the show. Um, dollar sign, capital L-U-R, L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y. That's Lord Lucidity. Donate if you would like to. No pressure. Um, we are on all streaming sites. We are iHeartRadio, um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. We are everywhere. So go check out, you know, back um, situations. Things are changing coming the top of the year. I'll talk about that more on Wednesday. Um, but things are about to change. It's not going to be as easily some things will be available some things will be not available some some things will be not fully available so be looking forward to the changes i'm telling y'all um because it's a change is coming i know my value and i feel like i deserve more so yes um so i think i've covered everything tonight i think i did i think i did i think i did i think um, yeah, I think I covered everything tonight. So it's time for my nightly salutations. And I love you guys. Thank you for tuning into this podcast because, you know, it makes me feel like a very special girl. It does. 
So thank you for sending that. You don't have to, but you do. Thank you. Thank you to all the new countries. Come back for more. I'm going to have more. I'm going to have more. And I want you to be a part of it. So come back. Remember, you can always drop a comment as well. And I'm here for it, baby. But you would have to. You would have to do what I told you to do earlier. Um, you have to watch the live stream or, um, you know, call in, whatever. Usually do a show on Monday. Well, now the live stream is only on Mondays, but you can always go to YouTube and drop a comment. Um, you'll be able to go to Facebook Live, Facebook page as well, drop a comment. I'll be making sure you know exactly where to go to drop those comments. All right, so it's time for me to say the things that I'm supposed to say at the end of the show. First things first, mind your motherfucking business. Come here on Medium Mondays and I will help you mind other people's business. That's what I do on Medium Mondays. We are on the gap beat, people, and I got some news to announce to you. This is what we do. Um, so come here, but mind your business in these streets. It's a dangerous word out here and mind other people's business can be a little bit dangerous and we don't need you, you know, getting involved in no treacherous, crazy situations. Okay. Love your babies, hug your babies, encourage your babies to be anything they want to be. If they want to work for NASCAR, tell them to be the best pit boss, NASCAR driver, or whatever else you can do over there at NASA. If they want to work for NASA, tell them to be the best astronaut, um, engineer, or even janitor they can be. But whatever it is, encourage them, be, them to be their greater selves. Tell them they're, they're amazing. Tell them that they are the greatest of all times. Go. It's right here. Go. Tell them that. Um, and last but not least, mind, uh, stay in your fucking lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane because you jump in this lane, you getting this. Trust me, honey. You don't want she. You want she. <laughs> She's sweet, cute, and cuddly and all that good stuff. The other one, she's a whole bitch. You don't want no problems with her. You don't want no parts of that. So, um, man, it was a lovely show tonight besides the little derogatory type of comments they try to put in my situation, but I ain't here for all that. Um, enjoy your night. Be safe out here. And I love you guys. Thank you for coming through and, you know, supporting a girl. And with that being said, I gotta go, babies. But I'll be back on Wednesday and we're gonna talk about some things. Good night. Bye. Thank you.